So I get an email with a really cool song attached to it by Helen Yakane. Hello, Helen. How are you doing? I'm good, Janine. How are you? Lekker, man. Very lekker. So when I hear a nice song, I always want to hear the person. I got to meet the person behind the nice voice, you see. And But you actually oh, wow. know the music industry. You know taking part in competitions and all of that. But before we get into that, tell us about yourself. Yeah. If you're at home, totally relaxed, impressing no one, who are you there? Wow. Helen is a hermit. Really? I sit in my room. <laughs> I read. I am that person who walks around in the, in the house with a gown and a pen and a paper and just jot down some stuff that I have. I'm just a total introvert and I come across as someone who is like an extrovert, but I actually much prefer this, you know, um, quiet environment, indoors. That's who I am. Then why on earth would you choose music, my dear? Because that's the one place that you've got to get out with. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) So where does the music come Um, from in your life? um, Honestly, music for me is not just music. It's a calling. Um, I've been called to worship. And ever since I was small, it's something that I, you know, knew deep down in my heart that there's something that I need to do, but I didn't know what. And it took me a while to get around and really find myself. But it wasn't until I um, started actually having a relationship with God that I, you know, got to, into worship and my writing skills. And then all of a sudden, I discovered I had a voice and, you know, and then suddenly all these songs and just the Holy Spirit working, something amazing inside of me that, um, I know you like being indoors. I know you like this, but I need you to do this. This is my plan for you. This is my purpose for your life. And it took me a very long time, Janine, to accept because, honestly, I'm I'm just that person <laughs> who prefers to be inside the house. No, don't look at me. Don't talk to me. Just leave me. I'll just keep writing. <laughs> and yet you've got something to say no. because when you say you got to know God, I'm very curious now. How did you get to know him in the first place? Wow. Um, I, I was fortunate to go to a Christian school when I was small. Um, primary school, I attended it at King School uh, in White River. And that's where, you know, the seed was planted. Um, Christianity and the ways of God and um, just the concept of God in my life. And um, as I grew older, obviously, you know, you reach teenagehood and adolescence. It's like, no, you reject everything. But as I got older, um, just returning back to the principles that I I was taught when I was younger, um, went back to reading the Word, went back to um, just trying to connect to something deeper than just, you know, my human experience here on earth because everything is just so on the surface nowadays and I just long for something deeper. And my goodness, I discovered an amazing, amazing God in my life and the purpose that he has for me and just the relationship, it's beautiful and I'm just really enjoying it right now. But Helen, I mean, that's the whole difference is that when when he moves from being a concept like this grayness, mm. uh, an idea to becoming an actual 
person with a sense mm. of humor and these loving feelings <laughs> and, and, and also an opinion and who's very serious about yeah. being God in our lives. So as you got to know him, did you, were you like disillusioned in previous ideas that you found out to be untrue and, and pleasantly surprised with who this God is that you got to know? Absolutely. I mean, uh, so many of us have a, a, a certain concept of God and who He is and His ways, but we don't really get to know who He is until you come close to Him. And He says, draw nearer to me and I will draw nearer to you. And it's like a quid pro quo type of relationship. Like, if you come close to me, I'll come close to you. If you trust me, then I will do this. And I was so disillusioned in this powerful God that was sitting up there in heaven, in His throne, um, so distant, so far away that I needed to fear him. I needed to, you know, cower before him. But having come to know God and our relationship with him and, you know, how he works through the Holy Spirit in my life, my goodness, I have the longest conversations with him. And I realized that he's not just a, a concept. God is an, he's a companion. He's your friend. He's and he's got a sense of humor, and I'm sure he laughs at some of the things that we go through, and we turn around and be like, oh, but God, this and that. But, <laughs> and, and he totally understands, <laughs> because being human, uh, I mean, honestly speaking, we beat ourselves up about the simplest of things that he probably overlooks. And, you know, he's like, you're my child. I love you. Just come to me. Um, lay it before me. Let's see what we can do about this. And... Uh, that concept changed into God becoming a friend, you know, a companion, a confidant, someone I can, you know, speak to him about the smallest of things. Like, Lord, ugh, it's just really hot today, and I'm just not up to it. Is it okay if I lie down and pray while I they just lay on my bed? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's amazing how that changes everything, isn't it? This perception yeah. of what you think he feels about you. Mm-hmm. Whether he likes yeah. you or not, you know, it's, it's this amazing thing in my life to realize that he knows everything and he still not loves you because it's the right thing to do and he's God and he doesn't have a choice, you know, that he likes, loves spending this time with us, even though he knows everything, everything that we hit ourselves over the head with, he knows about it, but he's got that, you know, he's got it. So he doesn't yeah. have to be disappointed yeah. in us. Yeah. And, and another thing is that, you know, he, before he formed us, he walked this path before us, you know. Um, he, before he put me on earth, he, he planned my life and, you know, he, he knew the ups and downs that I'd be going through. And because he'd walked it before, now that I'm walking it, he is more, he's so compassionate about my walk on this earth, and he's so, he, he feels for me, you know, and he, that's why he's so, I don't even know how to describe it, but <laughs> God is so um, understanding about our humanity and what we have to go through on a daily basis, that this relationship and this concept of him becomes something new when you discover that, no, God is not this all of fire that I need to fear that I need to keep, you know, way over there. Instead, I need to bring him close. I need to declare everything be- before him, before I do it. 
you know, put my plans before them and say, Lord, these are my plans. What are you thinking? How can we go about this? Okay, I'm just going to leave it up to you for now and while I do something else. And, you know, two or three days later, you have answer and yes, you go. You know, it's happening. And uh, I'm just enjoying my relationship with God right now. <laughs> because you have to feel yeah. safe with him for him to take you in directions you don't necessarily agree with. Mm. I mean, yeah, he's taking mm. you in this completely other direction that you would not have chosen for yourself. But because you oh trust goodness. him and because you feel <laughs> safe with him, even if he takes you to a very unsafe place, you can still walk there yeah. with confidence, isn't it? Definitely. The confidence that you have um, simply because you know, my God has got me. Janine, it is amazing because, Lord, you know I'm an, intro- I'm an introvert. Um, you know I'm shy. You know I've probably got butterflies all over when I walk in front of people. But because you planned this for me, it means you provided the power, the strength, and the confidence for me to do this. So you, you've got me. I don't need to fear. I don't need to walk in panic. I don't need to have anxiety. I can do this because you have me. Oh, that is everything. <laughs> and then it also removes that whole thing about you've got to now perform. You've got to be successful. You've got to, you know, um, when, when people, mm. you know, I always get invited to these yeah. training sessions where they train you how to be a better speaker and how to be a better, all of that. And to me, I'm thinking, well, God provided this opportunity. He puts you You there. Then he puts everything in you. Then he puts you on that stage on that day, not someone else, you, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. what he wants to say, he wants to say through you. So you can't fail at this when he's done all of it. Yeah, you can't. And there's nothing else that anyone else on earth can train you for his own purpose because it is him that will be working through you that day. Yeah. You know? And the better uh, you're at um, it, the more you're in the way. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. actually, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but Helen, tell me about your love for the Word, because obviously we're talking bread of life. That would be Jesus mm-hmm. and the Word. How, where does the Word fit into your life? The Word, for me, has become my manual for life. <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, things are so confusing uh, nowadays, and... You always want to refer back to, okay, Lord, I'm confused right now. I, I don't know what to do. I don't know how, you know, where to go from here. So let me just go back to the manual and see what you say about these things. And that's where I draw my strength from. That's where I draw my, my faith from, gets renewed from reading the Word. And I realize if I go a few days without actually uh, connecting to my Bible and, and actually spending time with God, I become a little uncomfortable and so a little bit unsure and not so not so strong in believing that no, I'm okay, everything's gonna be fine. But you know, when I keep that constant attachment to my to the word, um, Janine, I'm stronger, I'm more focused, grounded, uh you know, I just thank God that he, he didn't just send us on earth alone. He sent us with a manual to actually deal with the things that we have to go through. Because, my goodness, it's a lot. Yeah, that's the truth. That's the truth. But what do yeah. you say to people who say, yeah, but Helen, actually, it's not boring. 
and that they find that they maybe start off with good intentions and then they just peter out and leave the word because it wasn't exciting enough. What do you say to people like that? You know, okay, I would refer back to my experience with, uh, for instance, writing music. At first, my, uh, my concept of being an artist was being that rock star on a stage, you know, um, just thinking about all sorts. But after my relationship with God actually, you know, started and started to flourish, I got to discover that I can have all of those things, all of those dreams just grounded in God. God is not boring. We are the ones who just don't, you know, take the time to discover actually how fun he can actually be. Hmm. We are the ones who, you know, who constrain ourselves with these rules and these norms about God. And actually we don't ask him, Lord, how, how do you feel about this? You know, um... I feel we go before him first, like we go in front of God first and conclude before we actually go back to him and ask him. Because you'll find people, uh, for instance, they don't want to go to um, concerts or they don't want to go to uh, worship sessions because it's boring. Have they actually taken the time to go and hear and listen to what happens? at these worship concerts, at these, you know, stations where we speak about God. Us, you know, Christians are the craziest people. Like, we are the craziest people on earth. <laughs> <laughs> we are able to have so much more fun because we have it in Christ. And, you know, the Bible says, um, I came so that you may have freedom. You know, in, in Christ there is freedom. That kind of freedom you can only have when you have, you know, Christ in your life and I just wish people would give him a chance, get to know God, yeah. um, relinquish all of these ideals that you have, and start from a clean slate. Not, don't let anyone tell you who God is. You go and discover it, and you'll come back, and somebody's going to come back different. There's no way it's going to be boring. There's no way. Every day is new, and it's just amazing. I would just encourage people, find God, yeah. seek Him, yeah. and they will find Him. I always think about Daniel and um, Ezekiel also saw it and then Revelations. Every time where they, they show the throne room and these living creatures and all they can say is holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. They, they, they're at a loss for words and they fall down before him. And I always wonder what they see. I mean, they see him permanently have for eternity and will for eternity yeah. and they still don't have words after all of that and we get bored <laughs> i don't understand it i don't understand no way <laughs> don't understand I mean, it at all his personality has to be so colorful have you looked at the sunset have you looked at how the sun hits the ocean and that bright orange just it, it, you can't take your eyes off of it come on yeah. how can god be that boring how can the Lord, there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> Helen, so this adventure that God is sending you on now. Yeah, we're going out. We've got music. We're going to get out there. What's the plan? What do you want to do? I want to worship. I've spent, I'm 33 now. And I honestly, I've, I've spent the majority of my youth questioning who God is. And, you know, um, running away from actually really giving him the best of me. And I feel like. 33, my gosh, you're still young. Um, you've got, this is, these are the best years of your life. 
give them to God. And this is what I want to do. For the next 10, 20 years or however long God has had me, He's going to have me on earth. I just want to worship Janine. I want to go crazy. I want to go nuts. I want to host concerts and worship nights. And I want to record music that's unbelievable. I mean, I've got Bibles and Bibles of songs just waiting to be recorded. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to test God and see actually what does He have for me. And so that on my dying day, I don't, Janine, I don't, I don't go back and say, oh my goodness, I wish I had done this. I, you know, I, I wish I had given God a chance to actually, you know, let me take this path, or I wish I had trusted Him more. No, I want to experience the fullness of God while I'm sitting here on earth. And I feel like this is the purpose, to be brought on earth to worship. So I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do it with all of my heart and all my strength and all my soul. And I just, oh, I, I, I don't know. I'm excited for this journey. <laughs> you know what? I'm excited. I pray that people who go through the motions in life, people who just survive or think life is goodish, you know, medium rare, yeah. that, mm. that when they see your passion and when they hear your songs and, and when you speak and you convey the passion that you're conveying so well and articulately today, yeah. I pray <laughs> that, that it'll challenge people to move their horizons much wider, much further, that, yeah. that your life yeah. will ask the question, is there more, Lord? Is there more? So that, and I it's pray that you will more. also and always mm. be discovering more of him, that you'll always be curious, never, ever satisfied with what you've got. And may it come out in your music. May your music be a key to people to to open doors that have been shut in their lives that they didn't even think of opening in the past because they thought it was fine to be closed. May you bring a, a holy discontent in people's lives with status quo. Um, and and also may people be challenged to get out of their safe places to an unsafe yeah. adventure, which is safe <laughs> under his arms, underneath or his everlasting arms, you know, that people will feel safe to do really big and bold things in his name because you took the lead and your worship was authentic and impressive, you know, that, that people will leave there not seeing Ellen, yeah. that they will see him. Yeah. That they'll make that connection. Your light will shine so brightly that they will praise the Father who's in heaven and even miss you. But oh, may they like Amen. that music. And that's what we want to bless you with today. <laughs> Amen. Thank you so much. Okay, so we're going to play your song, Bread of Life. What's this one thing? If you want people, if they listen to this song now, what's that one thing you want to hook in their hearts? There's a space in all of us that only belongs to God because. When he breathed his breath inside of us, he left a part of himself in us. And it's that part of us that keeps longing. You know, when someone says, you know, I feel lonely, I'm I'm so anxious, Um, I don't know what's missing. God is what's missing in our lives. And that is the bread that we need to keep on feeding our souls. The bread of life, Jesus, is that bread. And once you have that in your life and constantly feed your soul with it, with Him every day, trust me, there is no longing that you will go thirsty for. You won't go longing for things that have nothing to do with that God space in your life. You know, once you fill that space with God, everything else falls away. 
addiction, depression, anxiety, loneliness. My goodness, Jesus is the answer. Mm. And I think that's what I want for people when they hear this song, that there is no life outside of Christ. We may lie and be frivolous about it, but God is the answer, and that's always going to be Okay, so we're going to listen to the song, Bread of Life, by Helen Yakane. Helen, if people want to contact you, connect with your ministry, where do they go to? They can contact me on uh, Facebook under Helen Music SA, or uh, give me, shop me an email on Helen Yakane, A8 at gmail.com, or um, they can shoot me up on Twitter <laughs> under Helen uh, underscore Music SA. And what else is it? Instagram, Helen underscore music.